listeners. Welcome to the Writer's Block. This week, we're going to be talking about query letters. Now, Jake's supposed to lead this discussion, but I think he's having some technical difficulties, per usual, with him. So I'm going to Listen make to you... Listen to hear you. <laughs> I do not even there want to hear you talking about technical difficulties. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about technical no, difficulties. No, 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 no more. Hello, Jake. <laughs> Hello, Brandon. You didn't let me get to... You cut me off. I was going through my spiel. All right, keep spieling. Keep spieling. So if you're listening back to us, thank you for listening. Don't forget to give us a like and a comment and follow us on Podbean. And anywhere you listen, if you are new to this, Jake and I usually have a, a, a icebreaker discussion real fast, and then you're welcome to join in on the conversation. Just hit that little mic down there in the bottom corner, and you're welcome to join us. It is an open discussion. My name is Brandon Morehouse. And I'm Jake Flukiger. This is the writer's block. So, Jake. What do you want? What do you want? As usual, we hit each How's your week going? I'm getting ahead of myself. My week is going all right. I started a new job, and it's a little scary. Uh, but I've survived. I have not died yet. Well, I mean. Emphasis on the yet. Work, work is, working is hard. <laughs> Listen here. I... I was such, uh, I was like the most amazing house husband. I mean, I'm not saying a word. Don't, you, you better not say a word. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. It sucks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank it you. Sucks. But it's going to be all about time management. You just got to learn to time manage, right? Yeah, something like that. You got to do, oh, oh shit, Chris is here. Brandon, how is, uh, how is your week going? You know, I've had better weeks. I've had worse weeks. I, yeah, we'll see. It's not bad. I wasn't feeling the best earlier today, but that might have been because they brought in breakfast pizza at work, and I might have eaten almost half of it to myself. So, oh, that that could have been it. My body's not used to that. Um, got called fat by a gay guy to, this week, so block on that one. Yeah, major uh, block on that one. That is block, so rude and so, so untrue. So rude. So moving on, I'm. I feel good. It's been a, not bad. The weather's finally chilling out. You know, it's it's fall, y'all. Like, it is not fall. <laughs> it is not fall, and it is not chilling out. It's it's getting there. It's gonna be sweater weather here pretty soon. It's gonna be sweater weather. So wow, you keep you gotta, dreaming. I I love it's football. It's chilly. It's all of that. It's I love it. Who are you? How are I'm we a, even friends? I'm well. That's a choice you make, not me. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, as per usual, we do a good icebreaker. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're mediocre. Sometimes they're amazing. They're never bad. Um, no. So, but we always—you never know. One of us asks the other one a question, and we just go with it. So it's my week. I get to hit Jake with something. He has no clue what it's about. Okay. So. Again, this is the most stressful part for me because I I don't like surprises. Yeah. I like to know what's going on. I know you and don't. Brandon, Brandon likes to surprise me. I definitely like to surprise you. Um, hold on, I'm turning on a closed captioning. There we go. Okay. So, and Jake, I'll give you a little bit of a relief on this one because we've already talked about it. So, I'm kind of breaking the rules a little bit. 
there's a video that's circulating around the internet, and it's this video of these orcas are hunting this seal. Oh right. yeah, I just I just saw this video. Okay, it's an orca hunting a seal, and these humpback whales get in the middle of it and try to stop the orcas from hunting the seal. Now yes. they don't they don't know why they do it, but the reasoning that they can come up with right now is orcas do or killer whales um, do hunt um, baby humpbacks. Yeah. They will take them and kill them. So they think that that's what the reasoning is. And they're trying to like, it's their way of trying to stop them from continuing on life and so on and so forth. So my question to you is, Oh dear. Are you team orca or team humpback? No, no, <laughs> no. What? This is. <laughs> you gotta pick. You gotta pick. No, this yep. is like which child would you save? Like this is this is not okay. That's called the Sophie's choice. I uh, know. You gotta pick one. We're not continuing the show until you pick one. Fine, I will totally pick the humpback whales because who wants to kill a baby whale? Orcas are dumb. Whoa! Hey, now Free Willy was not dumb. Oh, Free Willy was dumb. <laughs> Get out. You can no, leave. Free Willy nope. was dumb. I'm, I'm Team Orca all the way. Like, Of course you would be. Of course I would be. So that's Although I don't, I don't understand how you can like orcas and red pandas at the same time. Seems pretty uh, hypocritical how to me. fucking dare you? How dare you? Don't, we're not bringing red pandas into this. So anybody who jumps on tonight, I want to know, are you Team Orca or are you Team Humpback? So... Without further ado, let's get started on the show. Jake, what are we talking about? We are talking about query letters and especially query package stuff that deals with the synopsis. Okay, so uh, I'll take the lead on this one because I'll probably have questions as we go on. Okay, sounds great. Take the lead. Go ahead. I don't have a question for you. You got to lead into it. Duh. Oh, is that what you meant? Yes. I was all our speakers on. You find What's up, Chris? Hi, guys. For now, Chris, we're going to let you speak for now. Well, hold on. So hold on, hold on. First off, I have to start this conversation with, with my sensual greeting of... Kakao. 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 I love it. Um, I so to to answer the question of Team Orca or Team Whale, uh, I am Team Lantern Oil. They both burn great equally. Um, you are okay. twisted. You twisted. are twisted, my friend. <laughs> I do have a fun fact about orcas, though. Did you know that orcas are one of the moose's only uh, natural predators? I uh, had no idea. Interesting. Moose, which are I like that. The, the moose, which are the only remaining terrestrial megafauna. Um, yeah, one of their only natural predators is the orca, because moose like to go uh, swim down in the waters off the coast to eat the, the kelp, I believe it is, that's down there. Um, because they're vegetarian, they like the, the kelp that's under there. So while they're down there swimming, sometimes an orca will come along and just go chomp, chomp, dead. Well, another reason why we should definitely despise and hate orcas, but... Uh, okay, hold on. 
Jason says he's Team Seal. That's fair. And then Carlos, who's new, says orcas aren't dumb. They're just a-holes. And they don't actually eat the humpback. <laughs> they don't actually eat the humpback babies. They kill them for fun. What another sad fact. <laughs> Carlos, I don't think that makes it better. <laughs> that, that fun fact is amazing. So, so Jake, we're... let's get let's get back to the topic on hand. Jake, we're talking about query letters and we're talking about synopsis specifically, right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So what is the synopsis? Let's start there. Okay. A synopsis basically is just a simple pared down version of your entire novel. So you expect me after I've written this entire book to bring it all into how many paragraphs um you basically get one page single spaced for some literary agents you get two pages for some other literary agents and rarely is it over that get the fuck out of here like i can't i know that's not a whole lot Em. Oh my gosh. I love it. We need, Branson, to, take, we need to take that away from her. Anyways. We can't take that away from her. You're <laughs> just going to have to live with it. I'll just deal with it. Okay. So, what? Go into that further. I need you to dive into that. Okay. So, here's the thing the writing a synopsis is for some authors just the absolute bane of their existence, it just sucks. Like yeah. it's the it's the worst thing ever because you just spent 80, 60, 70, 80, 90,000 words writing out this beautiful story and they want you to slice and dice it down to the very, very bare minimum. And that's really difficult to do for a lot of people. Yeah. The other issue that you have is is making sure that you are getting in the plot points that you need to as opposed to keeping in interesting fun facts. Um, there might be some great subplot material. There might be some just these cool things that are happening and you can't include them. Well... Then how am I supposed to tell how important this character is if I can't do the subplot in that? Well, uh, for the synopsis, that character might not exist. Oh, okay. So we don't have to include all the characters. You should definitely. You, should you pick one character and go with that one? Now, this is something that we've talked about before, Brandon, is the fact that you have this massive cast in your series of books. It's not that big. Um, it's only 17 in the first book. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, for most authors, that is an absolutely massive cast. Fuck him. <laughs> um, most people don't have 17 characters. Let's, yeah. be, let's be really clear on that. Yeah. Um, you need to, for your synopsis, boil that way, way, way down and focus on the main character, possibly if you have room into a secondary character, but usually you don't have room for that. Okay. So main character, pick, 
pick one character. Now, do you? I don't know. You know how to word how I want to word that question. Okay. Well, I it's so. Where should you kind like give me a kind of a a good example of what it should kind of read like? Okay. So, for instance, let's go to one of our favorites. Let's. Let's go to the Twilight series. Son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> I fucking hate that series. I fucking hate that series. But okay, let's let's do Twilight. Fine. Okay. I agree with you, Brandon. Thank you, Em. I did Here's not like the thing. with you with your new profile picture, which looks amazing. Yeah, it really does, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. So in Twilight, Brandon, who is the main character? I don't even fucking know. I it's the one girl. I don't know. Bella. Bella, so thank descriptive. you. I mean, Bella. the one cliche, girl, girl number nine. definitely, <laughs> definitely know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. Okay, okay so Bella is our main character. Okay. If you were writing a synopsis for the first book in Twilight, mm-hmm. Bella would be your main focus. Now, are we going to mention other names in there? Possibly. We could. Um, are those other names super important? Mm, they could be. You know, we might mention Edward um, as the love interest. But aside from that, we are really not going to mention any other character names. Okay. Which, again, for a lot of authors, is really difficult to do. Because you have written all of these beautifully dynamic 3D characters. Which, by the way, we have an episode about that. Plug for ourselves. There you go. Well, <laughs> I, Jake, you try so hard sometimes. <laughs> I do. I you do try, try so, so hard, hard, and it just kind of goes flat, and I love you for it. Like, <laughs> well, oh, we can't all be the funny, fun one that everybody loves. So, own, own your role, girl. Stay in your. I am going to lane. own my role. <laughs> and that'll be fine. Whatever. <laughs> I have uh, anyway. I have a strong opinion about about Twilight and can give you a very upsettingly accurate uh, quick summary of of the first book. Okay, let's let's go with that, and we're gonna see how uh, how this summary works out for a synopsis. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Chris. Uh, cliche tragic girl number nine in Depression, Washington, falls in love with an extremely old man pretending to be a high school student that has skin issues. See, see I don't <laughs> feel like that's something you'd want to use when you're trying to sell your book to an <laughs> But I get it. But is it is it an, an it's, accurate summary it's, of the it's, events it's, of the book? It's what I like to do, describe the plot battle. Like, it is it is yeah. a very badly described plot, and I, Brandon has a marvelous, marvelous post that he does um, with describe the plot badly. Yes. And so we are probably not going to use that for a synopsis. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, that's maybe not going to impress a publisher or a literary agent if you were to write that they'd probably be like ew cringe um oh oh my god i mean the 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 series is ew cringe well that is 
that is up for debate. There are people who absolutely love that series. Yes. So, so, so Jake. And they are also the same pe- people who read Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> not wrong. All right, then. Not wrong at all. Uh, so, how would you? Okay. So, speaking, of, we're going to piggyback off that. What would be a good way to describe that to an agent? Okay. So, to describe that to an agent, we might, you know, go in with. Uh, uh, a hook in our query letter and we'd say you know what this is a timeless romance and this girl falls in love with a vampire who wants to kill her but refuses to give in to his base desires and how they have to struggle to make two different worlds come together now as far as your synopsis goes you don't get to pitch it with a lot of voice necessarily which can be hard for for people to do voice anyway voice needs to come out especially in your query letter in your synopsis it can be a little more dry okay and dry is okay i was gonna say do you want it dry well we'd like for it to not sound like a college textbook describing microbes but we definitely don't want to be like, and then magically, suddenly this thing appeared. And we don't want to be quite like that because we have a short amount of space to describe the whole entire book. Okay. So we can't go into a whole lot of detail. So little, little detail. Little. So, so big, everything, big de- everything we're trained to do, do the opposite. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. God damn it. I know. I know. And, you know, this is only one of many hoops that you have to jump through if you want to be published traditionally. There are other options. Okay. Not write a synopsis (laughs) and go the indie route. You can not write a synopsis and try with a smaller press. Like, there, there are other options out there. Yes. But let's stick with this because this is the theme of this episode. So, Aquarian okay. is for the masochist of us. Ooh, good. She one is usage. not wrong. She is not wrong. Querying is soul sucking, and it is very difficult and can take a really long time. And you have to have all your feels tucked away into a metal box. Jason has a question. His hand is up. I believe, I wonder if he's still on vacation. I don't know. Uh, I'm actually back, but it's after five o'clock and I'm not drunk and I'm pissed off about that right now. Aw, Jason. (laughs) I know, I know. Weak, weak. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Um, Actually, yeah, for the synopsis thing, I actually find synopsis one of the hardest things to write. And query letters are act of the devil. (laughs) Um... I love it. Yeah. Who, whoever invent, whoever made you want to do a query has to be in league with the devil. There, there's just no other way to put that. Um, but yeah, synopsis is like one of the hardest things to write. I mean, writing the book is actually a lot easier than trying to sum it up in like a paragraph. Generally, you don't want to go over 300 words has always been my um, what everybody's always ever told me is don't go between like 300 to 350 words. Yeah, for the for the uh, query letter. Yeah, that or the synopsis. Yeah, the synop- synopsis, whole synopsis. You you have 
And this this brings up another topic that Amy brought up here just a minute ago in the chat, and we'll get to that. Jason, you keep going, and we'll uh, we'll swing back around to this. Oh no, I, I I I'm driving right now. I'm not drunk. I'm just trying to hydrate. It's like almost a hundred bloody degrees over here right now where I'm at. So, um, yeah, I'm just trying to get trying to get back to the the coastline and get to the bar and all that stuff and. Just well, listening to you guys chat as I'm driving on the highway. We're very glad that you're listening to us chat. <laughs> very, very fun. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, if there's anything else, I'll pop back in. But yeah, I mean, just to kind of key off what everybody else has been saying, yeah, synopsis is. I, I honestly, I think it's actually harder to write a synopsis than it is actually to write the book. I oh, will hands down agree. Um, and then, yeah, the Corey, like I said, Corey Levers are, uh, act of the devil. So <laughs> uh, there's another way we can do, do that. And, you know, cause not only do you have to write it, you have to make sure it's perfect. And then you always self doubt yourself and set second guess yourself on, 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 on writing it. And then after you submit it, then you're waiting and waiting is like definitely the act of the devil there. Um, and what then you know, you get the letter back or whatever, email, letter, um, I've had both, and it's either yay or nay, or they, or the, the, the publisher is like very vague in general. It's like, oh, well, we like these parts, but it's just not quite us and, or oh. something nonsense like that. And then it's like, okay, that's fine. And then you just kind of move on. Or it's like, well, maybe if you did this and then you start like, well, do I actually want to spend the time and go change something or, or whatnot to make it more compatible to them? But then am I going to be effing myself for somebody else? Yeah, it is. So. It is a, uh, a shot in the dark. Exactly. You're, you're basically playing Russian roulette with a, a gun with only two bullets in it. <laughs> well, hopefully, um, hopefully yeah. we can give you enough information on the writer's block show that you can navigate the query trenches, as they're called, to the best of your ability. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, I've been doing it the best that I can so far, but, I mean, any other information or any other ideas that people have is always great, you know. It's Absolutely. One thing, one thing, one thing, one, I cannot talk. No, I'm not drunk, actually. Um, <laughs> You're fine. Maybe I would, be, if I was, I could actually talk better. Hey, how about that? <laughs> um, maybe... <laughs> Yeah, now I just lost my total train of thought. Isn't that great? Yeah, I'm definitely not doing well today. Um, <laughs> Good. Go have you a drink, Jason. I yeah, know, yeah, I know. Jason, I haven't a... had my drink yet to, to freaking calm down on it or anything like that. Go have a drink. Go have a nasty-ass scotch. Oh, yeah. Scot scotch and vodka is... Nasty. Oh. <laughs> All right, Chris. Chris, you, you, have, Chris you have a question. So that's not your question, but of course, as you all know, I have an opinion and a thought. Um, okay. So synopses, right? I think yes. the easiest way to understand how to write a synopsis is pretend that you're a high school student and you were tasked to read this book, your book over summer vacation. And the day before class starts, you didn't read the book. So now you're Googling all of the important details about the book and you're writing a paper to your teacher to tell her what happened in this book that you didn't read. You know, that is not a bad method. 
That's I'm I'm not gonna be upset by that. Sound pretty 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 good. <laughs> I remember that. Um, Basically, what writing have... synopsis is. <laughs> yeah. uh, M, you had your hand up. I was just gonna say, someone told me to think of it as a sale, like you know, somebody's selling a, a big ticket item, like a car. It is okay to embellish since you can't bring in all the cast of characters that you can actually embellish a little bit to pique the agent's interest. Oh, I didn't think of it like that. That's a see, this is why we have this show so we can all learn from each other. That's great. Thank you, Absolutely. Emma. Jason, you have your hand up. Yeah, just a little bit on that. If you embellish too much though, and they go back and they try to find like in your manuscript what you basically said that you had and you don't that could lead to problems just fyi i'm not <laughs> saying lying i'm saying oh, i'm not saying lying either but <laughs> sometimes they 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 really part i i've had editors in the past just scrutinize everything down to what i originally outlined for them and they looked for every key point that I had in there. Every key point. And if I missed one, it was like, well, how come you didn't have this? You said it in your original query or your in your original uh, proposal that you were going to do. Embellishing is okay, I guess, but just be careful if you do it. It's, it's the, the point and the moral of this, of the feedback. That works for me. I... There are so many do's and don'ts that go along with querying in general and with writing a synopsis. Um, and sometimes rules are made to be broken. Like there are some great, amazing query letters out there that, you know, do not follow the rules of regular standard query letters. And that is okay. And I think Jake, I'm, as we both know, and I've said we've said this, I'm going to be going down that route here pretty soon um, with querying my first book, my first traditionally published book. Um, I, I say we go that route. Fuck the rules. I'm going to do what I want because that's kind of my style. No. I mean, you I... terrify me. <laughs> <laughs> I terrify a lot of people, but for different reasons. <laughs> I mean, I told Jake this. Um, I have a contract with an agent that ends in October, and as of yet, the agent hasn't done a lot. Oh. So those of you who are in the query trenches, just know it could end up this way. It's just write your book, be thrilled about it, be excited about it, <clears throat> and then get you a big old cup of patience oh, and fuck. keep refilling. I am. I first of all, I love how you said that. Secondly, I am not a patient person. So, j j how what? long is this process? How long does it take? Brandon is not a patient person. No, so I'm not. I am going to be taking Brandon's hand and holding it close, and we are going to walk through this very difficult time in his life together. It's <sighs> bullshit. Anyways, okay. So, <laughs> back, back to the synopsis. So, we were talking. Um, the it's a pair you said a paragraph right so the synopsis itself and this is a question that amy brought up in the chat is that the synopsis lengths that are pretty standard are a one-page synopsis 
and a two-page synopsis. They're going to be, and this is where it gets a little tricky. And again, those are those are single-spaced, full-page. Um, can you cut it shorter than that? Absolutely. Can you write it longer than that? Absolutely. If you do write it longer than that, good luck, because half of querying is like applying for colleges and jumping through hoops to make sure that you can do it. Um, agents are going to specifically ask you for a query letter and a synopsis in a specific format or length that they would like to see. And if you want to work with that agent specifically, then you better follow the instructions really carefully. And some so, on Query Tracker, when you apply through Query Tracker, those little boxes you cut and paste your stuff into will only hold so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is, you, they might say you only have 1,500 words. They might say you only have 200 words. You have to figure out a way to manipulate your kind of basic synopsis into about, I think I've done six or seven different versions. And I know that that is a horrible thing to hear as an author who wants to enter the query trenches, um, but it is kind of a reality. You might have a, a an agent who says, you know what, you can have a five-page synopsis. Well, I only wrote a one and a two-page, so now I have to write a five-page? And the answer is yes, you can use that extra space. You can format your synopsis in a totally different way. So in I've, six months, I've, when I'm when I'm deep into this and I'm crying on this episode, I that's what it's all about. I'm like, oh god, so this, this is what it's all about. And Brandon, <laughs> I cannot wait to display your journey as part of our show. Oh shit, Brandon, you can always call me, and we can sit on the sofa in two different states and eat ice cream. I because I'm, I'm going to be that. back there very soon. I'm all about that. I love me some ice cream. I, I'm going to put out a warning here with with M's experience is that just because you get a literary agent does not mean that the that, that solves all the world's problems and that right. you're golden from there on out. You might have creative differences with your literary agent. Your literary agent might not be doing everything that they can be for you. Um, as much as you'd like, you might decide, you know what, I want to, I want to, you know, cut ties here and move on to something else. Um, but not keep it staying... off of social media. Yes. Yes. Don't. You can squabble with your friends, have little bitch fits, but, but keep it off of, of social media. Yeah, keep it I off very, of social media. I feel very attacked right now. Brandon, you are going to have to... I'm going to check myself. I'm going to have to check, check myself yourself. real fucking quick. Like, God damn it. Like, okay. And you are. And and guess what? That's okay. Yeah. Again. So, okay. So we're doing our query letter, our initial one, right? Like, we're doing our... And it's a paragraph. Where should we put that synopsis at? So, depending on the format... Um, the thing is, is that you have, there are very few 
publishers or literary agents that use snail mail anymore. So that one kind of gets to be taken off the table, which right. is awesome. Um, you do have a lot of agents that are using email still, and they will say, post, like, paste this in the body of your email, or they'll send, they'll ask you to send it as a separate document. Um, the other thing that a lot of agencies are doing now is they're working with uh, Query Manager um, where and Query Tracker, where you will actually go in and fill out a form, and there are specific boxes and places to put your query letter, your synopsis, um, the first however many pages that they request um, of your manuscript. Right, and we've 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 featured that query letter. Was it query letter? QueryTracker.com yeah. uh, on the show before, and I think we, I went and played with it, and I found it very interesting. That was an and they do And they do have a free version, and it's yeah. it's worthwhile to, uh, to play around with all of the um, different sources that you have to try to make your life easier. Right. So if no one here is using that, you should definitely probably use that. <laughs> Which I'm sure it Can will. I tag on to that, Brandon? What? I want to tag on to that for those who may not be aware Jump. of Query Tracker. Jump in. Is that the great thing about Query Tracker is it can save you a ton of endless waiting because it will show you those who are open to queries and those who are closed to queries. And those who are closed to queries are not going to respond to you. Oh, that's a good time saver right there. That'll definitely help me out. Thank you for so that. So when you're going through and you're picking out agents that represent your genre or want books like yours, you can actually go across the line, and there's like 3,000 of them in there, uh, and find out the ones that say open to query or closed query. And click Query Tracker will actually let you go in when you get your rejection letter if they send it to you through email instead of query tracker and let you put the date and give you an average of how many have requested partials or fulls or whatever and all of that. So the statistics on that is kind of nice. Oh, that's that's really nice. Now, now, Jake has this joke, and I don't think it's accurate. I think he's like, you knowing your luck, Brandon, you'll get your first agent, your very first query letter. And I'm like, I don't think that's going to happen. Hey, but that, it that could would, be it would be a super cool story if that's what happened, right? I think it'd be funny as hell, but I'm like, I would absolutely happen. murder you. But you know, <laughs> I, outside of if that, anyone in this group is gonna murder anybody, it's definitely not you murdering me. Let's just. I mean, I'm just gonna say, if you get a if you get an agent on your first career letter, I love you and I support you, but there will be a ditch somewhere that's slightly more shallow. <laughs> I believe him when he says that. Like <laughs> I believe in you, Brandon, but yeah, we would we would be having some issues. <laughs> See, now, now I'm gonna manifest that. That's gonna happen. That's on, on, And you should be very scared. I'm on the writer's block we support everyone and their do. journey, whether you are extremely, extremely successful or not. And we define success as you've done it. And that can be whatever you want it to be. So if you meet your goals, you've done it. Yes. So we would okay. all be excited for you. I this will be an interesting journey for sure. So uh okay, query letters. 
synopsis. What what else? What else do we need to be wor worrying? Because I'm getting that vibe from all of you. What else do I need to be worrying about, <laughs> or anybody out there that's doing a synopsis or crew letter? Just really so. quick. Um, make sure that if you do want to chat, tap on that little mic button. We'll try to get you added. If you're having trouble um, getting on to speak and everything, make sure you put your question in the comments and we will try to get to them as quickly as we can. Um, we want to make sure everybody can get in here and have a good time with us. So I have a, I have a formatting tip for query letters, by the way. Okay, let's hear a formatting tip. Uh, Oh yeah, formatting tip. This one's real important. So the first time you say the title of your book, make sure it is in all capital letters. Whenever you talk about a character for the first time, make sure it's in all capital letters. Some agents would prefer you always use all capital letters when you reference your characters. The reason being is because it makes it stand out in that way for them to go back and reflect and like look for things. It's a lot easier to find things. Um, it also helps them know what is actually the title of your project because sometimes some titles aren't always super obvious and it could just read like part of the sentence and you don't want the agent to be sitting there looking like, I don't, like this book sounds cool, but what is it called? So that's good. Um, Amy said, important to realize sometimes a request for a different length is just so someone can see how slash if you can follow directions. Absolutely. It is, and it is all about learning to follow directions and seeing if you can do that because these agents are interviewing you as much as you are interviewing them and they want to make sure that they have a good feel for people that they want to work with. So you might have an amazing manuscript and an amazing query letter but let's say they ask you to, to change up the length of your synopsis and you totally bomb it and so, you fail miserably. And they have to say, oh, okay, well, maybe that was a little hard. So the proper response to that is, okay, not fuck you. You know, Brandon, you can use either one. <laughs> if you use the second, we can guarantee that it will not be on the first query letter that you get your agent. Just Got be it. very careful how you apply that, whether it's a noun or an adjective. <laughs> so just just to recap, Brandon, because I know we want to make it clear for you. If someone if someone uh, says, oops, you didn't quite succeed, try again. The appropriate response is, you're right, let me try that again. I think we can get it this time. Not, let me burn you in the fires of a furnace. <laughs> you know, a little less harsh. I mean, let's not so aggressive. That escalated very quickly. Chris, Chris has an <laughs> excellent point there. Um, Carlos said, have someone check your query letter before sending it. Don't just go, I got it now, and send it. That is absolutely, positively excellent advice. Please so do not just write a query letter and then send it off. Um, as we write our manuscripts, we don't just say, oh, it's perfect, chef's kiss, and assume that it is as good as it can possibly be. We use beta readers, we use critique partners. Um, we want to really delve into the fact that, you know, things can improve, things can, things, we, we might be too close to the, to the thing to even see the forest for the trees. 
you were waiting on that one. How long have you been sitting on that one to use? Um, well, the thing is... <laughs> I, can't. I can't. And your query letter can be the biggest reason why they don't pick up your book. If they find any errors in the query letter, you're in Chapter 11, Trash Can. Yeah. So it's important to remember editing and all that, just like when writing any sort of book or make sure we're checking all of our work, right? That's what we're saying. Absolutely. Um, Amy made an excellent comment. Um, she says, many agents discuss their preferred query letter format or structure in interviews that you can find online. Um, if you Google the agent's name and multiple phrases like preferred query letter, and you'll end up with a nice explicit description of their stylistic preferences for query letters, which is so, so smart. Again, with any of this, anytime that you are going out there to um, query an agent or a publisher, please, please, please do your homework. You don't want to take your horror sci-fi slasher book to an agent who only represents picture books about happy unicorns. That's just, you know, it just doesn't work very well. <laughs> How dare you? Don't don't go after the unicorns. Exactly. Unless the unicorns are slashers. Well, that would be an interesting book. <laughs> uh, that actually awesome. would that actually would be an interesting book. <laughs> yes, killing unicorns from outer space. You know what it makes me think of? What? I don't Santa. even know if I want to know. Santa Jaws. I fucking oh, love that stop. movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that movie. It's such uh, a great movie. Just one small thing, if I can. Go ahead, Jason. You obviously uh, can. Okay. Um, so, I mean, obviously, 99% of the people that do the first queries are not going to get accepted. It's just a fact. Trust me. I, we've all been down that road. We all know that. But on kind of on an emotional and side level, um, I know I don't think it's been touched here, but um, I mean, don't don't take it too personally, and don't let it overwhelm you, um, especially emotionally, because you you know, especially if it's your first time, you've never done it before, and you go out and you do it, and you get rejected, and you think it's the end of the world, and life cannot continue and all that stuff you just like i i suck i'm never gonna don't let that that um uh down you know the depression downness and all that stuff yeah. prevent you from doing it again or trying some other place later on i know some people personally who had done that and they got rejected and they never picked up a pen or, you know, typed on a laptop or whatever ever again. That was it. Yeah, and and it, querying can be brutal. It can be, and I'm not going to sugarcoat that. It can be awful. Um, it is going to be a, a big test of, of if you can handle uh, rejection and critique and not knowing and patience and... It is it is a life lesson all balled up into a little wonderful, the work of the devil. yeah, the work of the devil, and, and so you really just have to go into it understanding that 
it is going to take time and the best way to succeed is not to give up. Ta-da! Exactly. So don't let imposter syndrome take over. Right. Yeah, you cannot let That was the word I was looking for. Thank you. I was trying to come up with the damn word in my head and I couldn't remember it. I was like, he's trying to say imposter syndrome, but I'm just going to let him go. What? I didn't. (laughs) I'm an asshole. What can I say? I'm an orca. (laughs) You you are an orca. (laughs) Okay, so... I'm sorry to mean to interrupt, but I guess I like dancing with the devil a little bit. Does anybody here self-publish, and uh, have you guys ever participated in like a combined book exhibit or anything like that? Because I know we're talking about queries, but like, have you guys been to like face-to-face book signings and stuff since COVID? Uh, Brandon can jump on that as far as the uh, the indie publishing stuff goes. Brandon yeah, yeah. Has, has published a few books. Yeah. Uh, I Have I ever worked? I have self-published. Um, if you're asking if I've done collaborations with other authors, I have not. Um, and then we're, I've done some book signings since COVID. I think it's just... You have to do some digging to try to find those and reach out to local bookstores and like booksellers and libraries and stuff. And they can help you get in and help establish one for you. Oh, because this ties in with a query letter really nicely. Because if we can get our little hearts crushed just by a no, have you ever got your heart crushed by a hard no when somebody says, no, you, we have already all the, you know, people that we want to have in this show or anything like that? Have you ever gotten, like, rejected like that? And how did you, like, came back to it or how did you handle that? Uh, I you know, can answer this one. Yeah, you, go ahead, Jake. Brandon. Yeah. Um, so... Absolutely. There, I've uh, I've done quite a few writing conferences and things, um, and it has been interesting. I've done a few uh, writing competitions at conferences or the competitions that they have leading up to those, um, and it can be a uh, kind of a, a sting uh, and a, a little bit hard to swallow if you can. If you get in there and and they're announcing the winners and your name's not there. And the biggest thing is, is to bounce back and say, hey, you know, maybe this piece wasn't 100% what they were looking for. Maybe this piece wasn't 100% as good as it could have been. Um, I did my best. And the only way to keep going is to keep on trying. Awesome. Um, Charlie wants to know if all agents require a synopsis. That is an excellent question, Charlie. And Charlie, they don't all require one. There's a lot of agents who only want to see your query letter and your pages. So, And there are agents that only want to see your query letter. And after that, they decide if they want to see anything else. What do you mean by they see your pages? I need you to be okay. more specific on that. Okay, so agents are going to look at your query letter. It gives them kind of a little quick taste of what your book might be about. After that, they are going to look at the pages or the chapters that they have requested. Now, a lot of agents are only requesting the first five to 10 pages. 
um, and that's kind of a, a rough estimate of of kind of the median in yep. it. There are there are agents who might request you know the first fifty pages. There are agents that might request the first half, um, and so again, you, it goes back to you just have to give the agent what they're looking for. Um, it's never a bad thing to write a synopsis because a synopsis helps you to really hone in on what your book is actually about. It is going to help you with your central themes. It's going to help you to understand um, the, the main plot points that your hero is going through. Um, and it just helps you to kind of uh, fine tune what you can present to people outside of even querying um, as far as what your book is actually about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ta-da! 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 <laughs> so, okay, so query letter, we talk about synopsis, uh, query tracker, and they kind of plug it all in. Now, on an email, like if they're saying you got to email this to me, Yes. What's the pro what's the procedure on that? Okay. So, um that ends up being pretty straightforward. Um the agent is going to ask you for specific things, whether that is your just your query, your query and synopsis, your query synopsis and your pages or your query and your pages. Um query is pretty much standard across the whole entire thing. Mm -hmm. um, even if they don't ask you for a query, it's an excellent way to start your email out and to kind of give them a little bit of a gist of what your book is about. Um, for the most part, that what they're going to do is they're going to ask for your query letter in the body of the email. Um, some of them will ask for your synopsis and your pages to be in the body as well. Most of them are going to ask that you put your pages in a shareable document. Okay. And those should, and that should be double spaced, correct? Yes, that should be double spaced, twelve point font, um, header at the top, all your pages numbered. Um, you can do a cover page if you would like to. Um, I don't find them as necessary when you are querying, but definitely necessary when you, if they request a partial or a full, meaning they request part of your manuscript or the full thing. Okay. Charlie, did you have a question? No? Okay. Um, sorry, I saw the mic on and I just assumed you had a question. Uh, M. I was just gonna say, pay very close attention when you research that agent, because some of them will ask for a specific font. Yes. Ooh, okay. And now, that's part standard, of following directions. Standard fonts are what, M? Times New Roman. Times New, whatever. Times you know New Roman. Do you yeah, have New that. Roman and twelve point. And uh, Arial. I've seen Arial before. Yep. yep. Those are the two main ones that I've seen. I don't know if you've seen something different, but nope, those most are the of them want Times New Roman. Yep, most of them want Times New Roman. Okay. It's kind of a standard. Are default. those still one-inch margins all across? Yep. Like all the four? Yep, yeah, standard right? margins on everything. 
Perfect. One inch margins. Got to remember that. Okay. One inch margins. Um, <laughs> you can be very good for your agent and make your first chapter or your first one and two chapters ten pages, so they're not ended on a word that doesn't go on. You know that might be helpful. A cliffhanger, so to speak. Thank you, and because actually I play devil's advocate in the second book that I'm writing. It has 11 chapters and 11 pages, which I'm still writing. <laughs> I love that. Um, love it. They, I know that there are agents who are okay if you have five pages and a couple sentences to send the entire thing. Most agents, though, again, follow the directions. Just follow the directions. It's so much easier to do that than to get rejected because you didn't follow the directions. It would be a shame if an agent lost out on your absolutely stunning manuscript about orcas because you, <laughs> because you didn't follow the instructions. I just think an orca humpback whale, like trilogy how there's like a battle like their ancient rivalries would be like an amazing book brandon you go ahead and write that no i have enough fucking books on my list somebody else write that like uh, i'm <laughs> i know you have way too many books on your list. i gave you one today brandon uh oh you did give me one today damn it that's two in one day fuck like <laughs> Sorry, you're just going to have to... I want to get uh, say something else about the query letter that I've seen a lot of agents complain about. Absolutely. A lot of people like to send out a lot of query letters at one time. Just make sure that you address each agent specifically. You don't, you know, say, dear agent or whatever. Yeah, you definitely do not want to um, to dive in there and have it be sound very generic. We want to make sure that this is labeled specifically for an agent um, with their first and last name. Okay, so and, and I've even done as far as seen them on. And you keep cutting out a little bit. We're kind of losing you. Um. Okay. Uh, so I, I think I know where Emma's going with that. I, I, if, if you see an agent on Twitter or on social media, is it a good idea to just go ahead and follow them? I, here's the thing. An agent is on there and you can absolutely follow them. Will they follow back? Not necessarily. Um, if they do, kudos, good job. Awesome. Um, it is not a bad thing to, understand your agent a little bit better. Now, I don't mean that you should go out and stalk them. Um, don't be creepy about it. But can you get to know them a little bit through their social media page? Absolutely. Oh, were you done with that, Jake? That felt like I, I, you were going I was that, done that. that felt like I, you were going on. I was like, oh, okay. I was waiting I, for your snarky comment. Hold on. <laughs> I appeared. Uh, so an important thing also with uh, following agents and stuff on social media and if they follow you back and all that. A couple things to keep in mind. Uh, it doesn't hurt to use information you garnered about them from their social media pages and your query letters. Saying, yeah, like, hey, I saw on Twitter that you happen to like this, this, and this. Coincidentally, my book involves this, this, and this. That's perfectly fine. Some people like that because it means you did your homework. 
Um, now, don't go and do the creepy thing. We're like, hey, so I saw on Tuesday the 20th that you and your five-year-old son went to a baseball game at your local sports arena, and my book's about baseball. That's creepy. That's yes. pretty creepy. Excellent, uh, excellent example there. That, that is creepy. That is Inversely, creepy. If, they do, uh, if they do follow you back, just be mindful that the things you say on Twitter... Um, so it's it's like with any employer, uh, someone if someone wants to represent you and put their name with you, they are by extension accountable for the things that you say on your social media. So if you have an agent following you, and you start talking some real interesting rhetoric on your timeline, um, that may positively or negatively influence your chance of that agent wanting to represent you um because you know if if you have a public image of say uh being an insult comic and insulting everything and some people say it's haha funny other people are like it's mm, funny um you know they may be less inclined to to want to represent you and put their name and in association with yours so do just be mindful if they do follow you mind your p's and q's oh see okay that being said, that's a great segue. Um, uh, that means I'm never going to get an agent because I just let my mouth run. Brandon, it does not mean that you're not going to get an agent. Oh, my gosh. Give me a break. Well, I think that you have to be yourself. You cannot be, like, walking in eggshells just because somebody didn't like your personality. If they cannot handle you as a person, then they don't have no business representing your book. I mean, preach right there i will i will agree with that to a certain extent obviously if you are going out there bashing other people and bad-mouthing agents that's not part of your i'm sorry just keeping it real guys no you're allowed to keep it real Izzy. you're good you're good you should still be careful um with the content not not even the content that you put out there you can put out whatever content you want to just make sure that it is within reason respectful to those of the publishing industry yes um and that goes for indie and traditionally published authors it goes back to the idea of it's not what you say it's how you say it no 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 sometimes it is exactly what you say (laughs) it's exactly what you say chris with you it's exactly what you say Okay, and on that note, Jake, we are out of time. I know. It goes by so fast every it single week. It always goes by so quickly. So next week, I'm super excited. These next couple weeks, we got some good, good topics. I'm so excited. I hope everyone can make it because next week, Jake, do you know what we're talking about? We are talking about world building. Yes, world building and plot development. The week after that, on the 27th, we're going to talk about audiobooks. And then, this is a new one, and Jake, I don't even know if Jake knows that we're doing this one yet, but... <laughs> I, sometimes I don't know things, so... <laughs> I, we're going to be talking, and this one, I'm going to... There's going to be some rules in this one. I normally am not one for rules, but there's going to be some rules in this one. We're going to be talking about writing and politics. Okay. We're, we're going to have to be very careful with that one, because we... we I don't want to get triggered, and I know I'm going to get triggered at some point. I'm sure. So we are we are not going to get triggered by fighting politics. Yes, we we can discuss that as far as uh, social media and platforms too. Yeah. Uh, 
And so it'll be it'll be a great one for discussion. It'll be and a good Brandon and I love discussion. Yes. In fact, I'm sure we'll be giving each other a phone call here in a little bit. But yes, it's gonna be a great couple of weeks. Those are gonna be some awesome episodes. Um yeah, so hopefully everyone can make it. If you cannot, Jake, where can they find our recording at? You can find us on podbean.com or you can find us on any of the streaming platforms. Amazing. So, all right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. We will hopefully see you next week. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.